What up, humanoids? Welcome back to the Chocolate Puma podcast. It is I, your boy, the Chocolate Puma, back giving you what my loyal tens of listeners have been craving. If you would like to email the show, feel free to email me at thepumapod at gmail.com. If you want to follow me on the Twitters, where most of my ridiculousness goes down, you can follow me at btomp20. That's at btomp20. Gonna just dive right into this one. We got the homies uh, Carl and uh, Dime, and we just get into it about the NBA season that just began. So uh, without further ado, uh, here's our thoughts. Peace. You want to give me your opening game thoughts then? What was the opening day thoughts? No game in particular, just random thoughts. Um, The Sixers are going to be the five seed in the East. That's my overreaction, yeah. my initial overreaction. But I just don't understand how they play deep. Sorry, I'm going right into the, the X's and O's. <laughs> they can't play defense. There's no team they could feel that could stop anyone. So they could go out there and have a fun offense. And I don't see they could win 48 games, but that's going to be like a five seed in the East because the East is loaded. I mean, I was just talking before we got on that they have two of the hardest games to start, right? They were at Boston and now they're playing Milwaukee tonight. So I'm not I'm not disagreeing with you, but I mean they're top four for me. Because it's got to be some some combination of the Celtics, the Bucks, Philly, and the Nets. I think oh, they'll. Yeah. I think I would be shocked if they were the one seed. Because this seems like a classic regular season team, and then they are going to flame out in spectacular fashion in the first round. It's going to be the Doc Rivers special, and it's just going to be a delicious day on Twitter, especially. I give Doc, yeah, if Doc's even the coach. Go ahead, Carl. (laughs) No, that's what I'm saying. I think we agree on this. I think if, like, they get off to a slow start, even if it's just, like, 500, 8 and 8, I think they're ready. I think they're ready to fire him. I mean, he's one of those guys who stick around so long, he's ruining his legacy by continuing to coach. If he retired... Right after the Clippers, I think he's automatic Hall of Fame coach. Now I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, but that's just because we're in it. Like True. when Moshi looks back and your kids look back, and he's going to be in the list of greatest coaches, and that's just that. Yeah, you know, I, but... I think that the only reason that Doc Rivers and Steve Nash both have a job right now, I mean, uh, is – uh. The only reason that Ime Udoka didn't get fired is because Philly and Brooklyn would have hired him immediately. Mm. I didn't even think of that, but that's smart. Keep him off the market. Yeah. Yeah. You this know guy my... who's this guy who came up behind him has a DV charge on him too, doesn't he? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It was like from when he was in college, he got into it with some girl at a bar or something. It was okay. very messy. Okay. Uh. I, I don't know if he would have been the, the guy to choose, especially given what Ime was suspended for, but the hell do I know? 
Hey, he's five <laughs> years younger than me, so it's impressive in one way or another. You know, my other um, my other takeaway from the opening games, it feels like there's been a bit of a baton grab. It seems like the young guns are taking over. What, it feels who? like KD. Like Tatum and Brown? Yeah, Tatum and Brown, the Grizzlies. Um, trying to think of some of these other teams. Like it just it seems like the old guard that we grew up with, the LeBrons, KD, uh, we'll see how the heat go. But like I think some of these guys are aging out who we think of as just huge stars. And I'm like, I don't think they can carry their teams anymore. I think this like I'm interested to see how far the Hawks can go this year. I think they got a, a nice little young core. The Pelicans, they're up next. Like I think the face of the league is changing. Like, did you? I don't know if either of you caught the uh, the Nets Pelicans game, but yeah. Brandon Ingram is that dude now. He used to be baby KD, and now I think he's just bootleg who KD. Yeah, who he is? Great value KD. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, like, who are you calling kids? Just anyone under thirty? Because I think the next gen, like the twenty six to thirty guys, are the right. ones who are dominating the league. That the Jokic, the Giannis, I don't know. Are those guys even 20? They're 27 or 28, I right? think they're right. both 27. Because I think Tatum and Tatum and Brown are like a unique thing because they're, what, 23 and 24 or something like they're that? They're like old. <laughs> right, they've been around forever, it feels like. But, but I think they're unique. I would say, yes, the next gen is coming, but it's not like the kids. Like, I don't know if I'd say Ja, I love him, but I he's not in that conversation for me. The MVP, the next... Gen MVP conversation is Jokic and Giannis, maybe Booker. I don't, not that he's that good, but same age. And then in three or four years, it'll be Tatum and, you know, I guess Doncic. Well, Doncic, right? I don't know. He's they, 22. Oh, they want Doncic to win MVP so bad. Uh, ESPN yeah. is pushing that narrative heavy. <laughs> this whole dra- dragging the pivot foot. Like, I was watching highlights on Twitter, and I'm like, he's just dragging his pivot foot. This is a travel, and I'm not trying to be a hater, but I'm like, this is we're we're just saying this is a good move. Nobody's even talking about it being a travel. This is crazy. I think that he gets so much love that to me is I don't want to say it's undeserved. He gets over the top love, and I I really like Luca, but it makes me like come across as a hater when I'm like, all right, guys, let's maybe pump the brakes and like, yeah, you are be a, hater, a little bit but- more. Yeah. Okay. You know what? What yeah, doesn't fine. he deserve? What doesn't he deserve? The dude is. This is his third or fourth year in the league. He's going to average thirty-eight and eight, and he's going to drag that arguably awful team to however far he drags them again. He took them to the Western Conference Finals last year. Okay. I'll be at Phoenix shit the bad, but you know. Yeah. Who? Uh, let's see. Who was drafted in the same draft that's done the same thing with arguably a worse team? And he gets nowhere near the love, Trey Young, because Luca does more things than Trey Young does. I thought I mean, it was all. Does. I thought it was all about winning, though. Like he, the Hawks got to the finals. I mean, the Eastern Conference Finals, and they did it yeah. before Luca. Yeah, no, I mean that's a good point. I, I mean, you, I, I know you're just, now you're just being devil's advocate to make your case that Luca's overrated, right? You don't really. I didn't think say Luca was got... overrated. I just think that he gets far. He gets too much credit. But what credit is he getting? I mean, the credit he's getting is Luca's a guy who averages 38 at eight. And he's excited to watch, and he could be the next 
he could win an MVP this year. He's eligible. I mean, he, he's good enough. That's the credit he gets. No one thinks he's the best player in the league. No one puts him above Giannis or Jokic or even Durant. I mean, you see those lists of who the best players are. You know, what I don't I mean? know. I, mean, I, I feel like I've seen lists where Luca is above some people. That, like the only people he consistently is not above is like Giannis and Jokic. Yeah. And that's because you probably would get killed by basketball Twitter if you put <laughs> Luca over those two. But yeah, I've seen man. some lists where they have him over like Steph, and I'm like, all right, I'm I'm not ready to, I'm not quite ready to pull that trigger yet. And people are saying like he's gonna be the MVP for like the next ten years. Like I get your oh. overhyped. The, the people people just wildly overhype him. I I agree. Why with you. are you guys Great hating? Player. Are you no, just no, no. hating him because people like him? I don't understand. He's, I think he's I think we're getting. Have you seen him play? No, we're he getting... is incredible. It's just that I'm not ready. Like this is, it's the Tom Brady thing all over again to me. It's like, yes, he's very good. He's great. He's all these things. I don't have to pretend like though that he's God's gift to basketball. I don't know, Tom Brady. That's a weird analogy because he kind of is God's gift to football. He's God's gift to divorce lawyers. <laughs> that's what Tom Brady. Is. <laughs> Um, Sorry, Tom. Okay. <laughs> Wait. So let me ask you this then. Let's. You, so who? What's if you're going to list your top seven players in the league right now? Not who's going to win the MVP. Just who's the best players in the league right now? What is your list? Off the top of my head, I go Giannis. I go Jokic. I go Embiid. I go Steph. I go LeBron. I go KD. Uh, then I might go Luca. Okay, so you're putting so so you're telling me if you swapped out Luca and LeBron on the Lakers, that the Lakers would be a worse team. I and I'm not a LeBron hater, but if you put Luca on the Lakers, they would be the exact same team because it doesn't matter. Like that doesn't fix any of the Lakers' woes. <laughs> they are so poorly constructed. That was one of my. I wrote this down Fair. in one of my opening game thoughts. This year's uh, Lakers, let's see, where. what did I say? Uh, the Lakers are now who we thought the Knicks were. <laughs> oh, it's true. Oh, man. So does that mean LeBron sort of jumped the shark here? I mean, that he's in a different level of his career? Because LeBron was on Cavs teams early in his career that were probably as bad as this. But and he was dragging them in the first and second round. LeBron, they might, they might not even be, a, they might be a playing team, you know? Well, I just think they Rob Palenka doesn't know how to build a team. And this was evident the first year, right? Like this idea that all these playmakers around him, like Rob Palenka's obsessed with playmakers, playmakers. And I'm like, you have the playmaker and you get them shooters. And I know you want to be original, but it's like it doesn't matter what team it is in the NBA. If you don't have three guys on the court who can shoot threes at all times, your your offense is going to be stagnant. So, I mean, we've heard it on ESPN already the first, like, three days at nauseum. I'm like, I, we're going to hear so much about this Magic West team. Like, they're not good. They're just no. not good. Best can, case can scenario, I, they're a seven seed. Best yeah. case scenario. Can I ask Carl something? Carl, how excited are you to be able to talk so much shit about the Lakers and be able to, like, actually back it up and you don't have to, like, reach to talk shit about them? Like... They are this bad. Like, 
you're biased and this doesn't sound biased. How excited does that make you? I mean, not that excited because I'll get out I of like, here. I like to, no, no, because I like to, I like to shit on them when there's absolutely no reason to, because then, you know, you know, my, my true colors is, <laughs> this is too easy. I will never accept the Lakers. No, I mean, it's, I, I honestly, I feel like LeBron just, um, he just wants to live in LA. And so he, he did his thing and he's going to take that contract and he's already doing the weird DMing in the media where he's like, let's be honest. We don't, we don't have a bunch of lasers. I never heard that before. Yeah. We don't have a bunch of lasers <laughs> on the team who can shoot the ball. And I'm like, all right, he's already doing this, and this is after game one. So, I love the overreactions after the game one. I there was <laughs> there was one on Twitter that was so good. I wish that I could like inject it in my veins. It was so over the top. Uh, let me see this guy, Ben Steiner, who writes for uh, Fan Nation for Sports Illustrated, said Kevin Durant just isn't a top five player if getting blown out by 22 on opening night after getting swept in the first round of the NBA playoffs. I'm like, God damn, we already demoting Kevin Durant after <laughs> one game. I love it. I love the hot takes. Um, Wait, so, uh, okay, should we do, which team do we want to shit on more, Brooklyn or the Lakers? Oh, Brooklyn, because the Lakers are just sad. Yeah, Brooklyn well, wait, is me... good. I like their roster. I didn't see any of that game, but like it, it didn't look good, right? I the watched, highlights I saw. I watched it, and they are so poorly coached that it oh. is. Yeah, it's yeah, it is. It's very, very apparent that nobody on that team respects Steve Nash. And why didn't they fire him? I don't understand what this commitment to him is. They clearly didn't want to play for him. They didn't want to cave to KD. You can't, you can't let the inmates run the asylum. It could have been wow. anybody. It could have been anybody in that seat. But when you're like, you don't negotiate with like, you know what I'm saying? Katie is coming do, and he's but... saying, you got to can this guy. And ownership goes, we're the owners. We hired Steve Nash. This is our guy. I don't think it mattered who it was as coach. Yeah, They just so weren't you... going to fire them for KD. Are you loving that they're finally drawing this line on him this year? I mean, you know, it's it, partially it's Durant's fault for signing the four-year extension, right? Mm-hmm. And to me, it's a little too little too late for them to be drawing the line in the sand now. I mean, they should have like the moment Kyrie Irving got up there at that press conference and was like, you know, one day I'll be coach and then another day, Katie, they should have squashed that shit right there. Like been like, actually, no, Steve Nash is the head coach and he's the guy who will be making decisions. This ain't no democracy. <laughs> like you got to stand so- behind your coach. I don't know what their over-under is, but what do you think? How many games do you think they're going to win? Yeah, I'm going to look up their over-under here real quick. Yeah, look it up. Because, honestly, they still – I mean, the talent there and the – like, obviously, KD is not over. He's still really good. And Kyrie is an incredibly talented guy, and that was one bad night. And Simmons, if they can find a role for him, whatever. That's – feels like enough right there for 45 wins right or the whole thing could just implode i guess but what does that mean injury or Kyrie just like leaves the team or something no, i think if they're on the low. court if they're on the court for 70 games or 65 to 70 games together they're going to win at least 45 games even sure. if things aren't working okay and duel has the over under at 51 and a half well, mm. under probably, under oh i go one i feel like 50 is the number 
50 is a best case scenario to me because that's a I'm sorry, I gotta go off the last couple of years. That's a big if asking them to play 70 games because KD, he's in what year? What is this? Year 17? 16? Oh yeah. So I mean the body's just going to do what the body does. It, it's not going to allow you to play 82 games. And Kyrie, well, Kyrie, he just might go full, you know, uh, Kung Fu Kyrie and yeah. disappear for a weekend because his chakras weren't aligned. So you guys have them as the fourth seed. You guys have it some order of Milwaukee, Boston, Philly, and then after them you have Brooklyn. Uh, no, I got Brooklyn probably five because I got – Let's see. I got Milwaukee. I got Philly, Milwaukee, Boston. Then I'd probably go Miami. Really? And then I'd go Brooklyn. Okay. I never know what to do with Miami because it's like they're not interested until the last two months of the regular season. Yeah, but they won so many games last year. Yeah. Last couple years. I just love Spo as a coach, so... I, yeah. I just feel like he's not going to let him drop below a four seed. And I think little the new, uh, the new, what's his name? Uh, Jovich. Oh, <laughs> I yeah, think yeah, he, yeah. I think he's going to be great. Yeah. <laughs> like, great in his role, at least. Yeah, we'll see. Because, you know, Jimmy also only plays like 55 games. No, not with that new hair. That's rejuvenating. No, hair he cut got. it off. He got oh, rid of he? it. Silly. I just no, don't you like didn't the... watch the Bulls game last night? No. From, from start to finish? No. <laughs> no. I did. No, I mean, you know, it's not a good sign for them. They lost to the Bulls, right, without Levine? Yeah, it's not a good sign for them. But the, those Bulls, I mean, I assumed we were going to talk about the Bulls. But those Bulls look good, man. Yeah. They look like they look like a scrappy, high-energy team that could, like, win 50 games. I'm not saying they're going to win 50, but, like, one of these teams like them or Toronto, like one of these teams is going to be really good regular season team. That's why I'm, that's why I've got Philly falling out to four or five. Cause there's always that team that like Miami or even last year, the bulls were almost like they won all those games early on. If they had stayed healthy, I think Toronto could really surprise people. Like I, I'm a Scotty Barnes believer. I was just so. about to say, I love Scotty Barnes. <laughs> Yeah, I overpaid for him in my fantasy league. I mean, and I, I was not overpaying. He was worth every penny. I'll so you, I think uh, one of those teams can win a lot of games. And then you've got Philly and Brooklyn tumbling, in my opinion. Five, the, six. New look, the new look Cavs? I'm not, saying, I, I'm not saying they're going to be great, but that's a that's I a haven't nice watched team. them yet. Did they, play the, did they play last night? I haven't they, seen them. They, they lost, win? yeah, but okay, they lost to your team, the Raptors. Just by three. There you points. go. Who, who wants to go. hear a hot take about the Cavs? Okay. Throw me a me. Cavs take. Evan Mobley. He might be the best defensive player in the league already. Oh. Oh okay. wow. I like that. I. You know what? I'm gonna say that's not that hot a take. Not to crap on your take. Like I think if you watch him play, it's hard not to make that argument. It, right? It's not He's the spiciest awesome. take. I'll admit, but well, it's spicy because who watches Cleveland? So it's hot because <laughs> nobody's <laughs> talking. You know. Uh, non-NBA fans are talking about him, but <laughs> but if you watch him play, he's dominant. I mean, he is dominant on the defensive end. Yeah, I've watched just a little bit of uh, last night's game, and yeah, he was yeah running through like running uh, like just guarding everybody, like just switching off everything. And I was like, damn, this dude is gonna be special. <laughs> 
And he seems kind of polished on offense. Like, for some reason, it's not – I don't know. Like, if you watch his shot, it looks good, and, like, he knows where to be. I don't know. I feel like he could be an all-star this year. I feel like he probably should. I think he would replace Jared Allen on the all-star <laughs> yes. team. Yes, good glue guy, but – um, and you're buying the Donovan Mitchell uh, Darius Garland backcourt? I'm buying Darius Garland. I'm a Donovan Mitchell. Uh, I'm not a Donovan Mitchell truther. Yeah. Didn't we have the, I feel like we've had this conversation every we, – we've had it a number of times. At least Colin and I have. It's who would you rather have career right now, Devin Booker or Donovan Mitchell? And it's funny because that conversation has evolved over the years, but I think it's pretty clear that Booker's the guy now. In yeah, that yeah I would rather – I believe I've always said Devin Booker just because, to me, Donovan Mitchell is just like – a not a very efficient high volume score who doesn't play very good defense <laughs> which is crazy because wasn't he like defensive player of the year in his conference in college i think he like came out of college as a defensive guy or at least had the potential to be like yeah. a lockup guy and he was like oh no i'm in utah i'm shooting baby nobody's watching me out here <laughs> time for me to get my shine on <laughs> yeah well he did it wasn't he just ball hawking he was just getting those steals uh, is that what it was what i don't it? know how i feel about that there's like those players who are like we're defensive player of the year because we had three steals a game and i'm like yeah my, my guy went back door like the other five times <laughs> <laughs> fair enough I'm not, I'm not trying to stand for don mitchell either not a huge fan anybody see uh orlando and detroit Paolo. Paolo. He did it. What about Suggs, man? Second year, Mini Haha's finest. Wait, should I be picking up Suggs in my fantasy league if he's still he just available? Had, he had 21. He had 21. Okay. But he's they, just, they... he's so damn like just, I don't want to call him like smooth, but he's like so efficient, like almost like a robot. Like he just knows what to do and it's not flashy. And you look at the box score and you're like, God damn, he did all that, huh? Do you think Orlando's like gonna win this year? Not win, oh, it, but like be legit, but be like legit. Like, could they be? Are they gonna be a playing team? No, no. I think they'll Not be even, entertaining. Huh? I think they'll be competitive. They won't be a dumpster fire, but uh, no. <laughs> but what about Wendell Carter? <laughs> All these Bulls players. They also got Jonathan <laughs> Isaac. How about that? <laughs> oh, is that guy ever gonna play again? I don't know. He need to take his mag ass on somewhere. <laughs> well, and they got Mo Obama withering away on the bench. They just signed him to a, yeah. a a new contract, and he's not even playing. They just got a mess, man. This is that OKC problem where it's like you just keep drafting all these guys, and they're positionless, yeah. and they don't have roles. It's really hard to put that all together, man. It's really hard to eventually put that all together. I disagree because I think Suggs is legit. Maybe not a twenty game guy, but. That Franz Wagner guy is awesome, right? And if if Bancaro, how do you say it, Bancaro? I call him Bancaro, but I'm sure that's wrong. <laughs> if he's legit, and it's last night he looked legit, then then you got three guys right there, and then you got Wendell Carter, who's like a solid starting center in the league, a double double guy. How is that team not a playoff team? Uh, bowl, At least bowl. in two or three years. Oh bowl, yeah, bowl, he gave a good him, game. Uh... 10 and 6 in uh, 18 minutes. <laughs> okay. I mean, if that guy's going to give them something, there you go. They'll have a bench too. But Cole Anthony didn't play last night, but I'm a big Cole Anthony guy. I, I think that's a, yeah. that Carolina in me. <laughs> okay. So there you go. That's what I'm saying. So maybe not this year, but how can you not? Like, that seems like a fun young four. No, I, I said they'd be fun. 
but how fine. can you not project them out as like a possible play-in team? Like who? Not that we're yes. gonna do this exercise. Possible play-in team. Possible team. Name ten play-in teams team. ahead of them. Name ten teams ahead of them. That's so many teams. That ten teams, teams ahead of them. I could. I think I could probably do that. I Wait, let's do it. It's easier. Name five teams behind them. Five teams behind them. Yes, Ooh. Indiana. Indiana. The Knicks. No, Wizards. Charlotte. Wizards. Charlotte. That's four right there. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, all they need to do is jump, like, like have, like, Atlanta falls apart or Detroit, someone gets hurt. And, like, I can see Detroit falling in the mix. apart. Right. Yeah, well, they're so in what, the mix. What I'm making the argument for is not that they won't be somewhat relevant in a couple of years. What I'm making the argument is it is extremely difficult to go the route they're going and eventually build a title contender. Oh, without yeah. eventually having to oh, overpay yeah. all those guys because every all of them want a max contract like these rookie deals aren't as long as you think they are they're like four years mm-hmm. and then that guy's got to get his bag right well you have to draft a superstar in one of these markets to win because wh- this is how they win they put this great squad together of like secondary and tertiary players and then you go out and sign a big free agent but who who's going to orlando Correct. you know what so i mean you gotta draft him yeah Right, you got to draft it. So none of those guys that we just talked about is that guy. None of those guys are top ten guys, right? I don't think. Paolo would have to turn into it. That's the thing. Paolo has to turn into it. Right. Then he is on the first thing smoking out of there. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Right. Exactly. Unless unless they do like what happened in Milwaukee, where like he's if he's really that good, like Giannis, and then they put a good enough team around him where he thinks he can get a a legitimate ring there. He might stay for his first contract, you know? Eh, maybe. <laughs> this all assumes what? That he's like the top five player in the league. I, I think we're a long way from that. So <laughs> Oh yeah, we're yeah, yeah. I mean, especially when the top five players are all like super young as well, like in the grand yeah, scheme of things. Talking about that. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I, I mean, I guess we'll see. I, I'm not trying to say I'm picking Orlando as a playoff team. I'm just saying. No, no, no. You right. said it. You said it. Orlando. I said top I 18. Team. You're ready. No, no. I yep, said play it. I said play it. Give me top you, 10. I said play it. I you're hitching your it. wagon to the Orlando Magic. Let's go ahead. Book it on 1020. No, I'm out on that. I'm out on that. I'm not uh, hitching my wagon <laughs> to the Orlando Magic. Actually, I like Detroit more than I like Orlando. If we're just talking about like plucky young teams, I I feel like I want to like Detroit, but and for a very petty reason, I'm not going to, and that's because I'm surrounded by uh, Pistons fans who are like wild unrealistic. I'm that's like, funny. Right. So pis- people like, care about the Pistons, even though they haven't been good for like 15 years. Look, they see a little bit of potential this year, and now they're going from zero to a hundred. Gotcha. It's the gotcha. Lions all over again. Gotcha. Gross. Okay, so you don't have to cheer for them. I can understand that. Look, I I like the team. I like the coach. The, my only reason for picking against them are the fans. <laughs> for sure, which is a which is a great reason, honestly. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, it's a solid. Like they got Sadiq Bay. Bogdanovich, Kate Cunningham, Jalen Dern. I still like Killian Hayes, Jaden Ivey, Corey yeah. Joseph. Do you think, what do you think um, Kate Cunningham's ceiling is? Do you think he's a two-time All-Star? I could see that. I mean, okay. ceiling? 
You're talking. You ceiling? think it's high? You think it's higher than that? You really think he could be like a perennial all star? I mean, I guess it's possible. I don't know. When you say ceiling, I'm like, what the likely outcome is? Two time all star. Right. I guess my ceiling is perennial all star. Anything's possible, right? Uh, here's I mean... my thing. I think <laughs> who is the guard that he could replace as a perennial all star? I think well, like you re- said, there's some aging guys, right? He could replace like a Bradley Beal in three years, maybe. <laughs> I think the wheels could fall off sooner. <laughs> but like, how many All Star games is Bradley Beal making? Like, is he a lock? I maybe I'm wrong, but he's not a perennial All Star, is he? He's like made it once or twice. You People don't like Bradley Beal. He doesn't win. I know. I'm looking it up. Let me see. Yeah. Three-time. Three-time All-Star. Let's see. He could possibly replace, uh, let's see, a Jimmy Butler, because I think Jimmy Butler is just going to be like, I'm not going to the All-Star game. I'm going to go sell my big face coffee somewhere. And then they need a replacement. (laughs) Boom. Kate is in. (laughs) Jimmy Buckets. I like that Washington team, man. I know they're not going to win a lot of games, but I I want want Porzingis to be good so bad. Maybe he's my uh he's my Doncic. I just like want Porzingis to be good somewhere. Who's ready for another? I think this might be my actual first like real hot take here. Kyle Kuzma, NBA's most improved player. That was last season. He was killing it last season. But I like I I I like that. I like Kyle Kuzma. Yeah, the only thing I don't... Oh, shit. Yeah, he averaged 22 last year? Yeah, no, he had like like a a sneaky good year on a bad team, for sure. 22 points, two assists, 42% from the field. Oh, wait, no, I'm actually... That had to be last... Yeah, no, no, that's this year's stats. Let me look up 21. That's always such a tough, tough award to do, the most improved award. Because it okay, literally yeah. could be anyone. Yeah, so last year it was 17 points, eight and a half boards. 30, 34% from the three-point line, 45% from the field. That that ain't too bad. No, no. I mean, that's one of those guys where it's like you do the thought experiment of putting all those young guys back on the Lakers who LeBron traded away. It's a pretty nice squad. I was just about to say, you know what team really could have used that? The <laughs> Lakers. <laughs> No doubt. That, no uh, doubt. Like the perfect uh, fit for the Lakers? Uh, KCP. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, he would have fit in on that team. It's, man. I was so angry about the Bradley Beal conversation that I just had to sign off. He yeah. had to leave. You're not going to disrespect Bradley Beal on my watch. <laughs> Actually, I was the one disrespecting him. Anyway, sorry. Where were we? Three-time uh, All-Star, Bradley Beal. Uh, we, we've already moved on to Kyle Kuzma <laughs> of having a sneaky good season last year and probably would really help the Lakers. Oh, God. Are we doing that? You know who else would help the Lakers? All those guys they traded away. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what Kyle just <laughs> 
They got one ring. That's all that mattered. But it's like a weird pandemic ring. It's so, just like the know. Dodgers ring. It doesn't matter. It's not real. In the record yeah, books, banner, it does. right? Yeah. yeah, there's a banner. I'm with B Top. But the Lakers fans will never accept LeBron in the same way because they didn't get to celebrate it the same. Not even a parade, man. It's weird. I don't yeah. I don't discount the the bubble ring like other people do just because everybody was going through the same thing. Plus, it's like to me, it was just like the true, all right, who's the best team? Like we don't have anything else to distract us. Mano a mano, let's go. Yeah, I'm with you. It's weird. It's not like other championships, but it's a legitimate ring, and they're the best team, and they they were the champs. Yeah. So I'm with it. All right. So rookie of the year is probably pretty easy, unless we're going to go against Paolo. Because I feel like he he's it, and then Jamar J- Jabari Smith Jr. down there in uh, Houston. He's like a dark horse, but I think Paolo's going to win it easy this year, right? Uh, I think he gets the most opportunity and everything. So, yeah, I really wouldn't. I can't think of anybody else. I mean, I like, uh, I would have said, God, I wanted Chet to play this year. Yep. <laughs> I'm just going through the <laughs> yep. Uh Yeah, it's it's looking like it's going to be Paolo in a, <laughs> in a wash. I don't. Yeah, Chet's out for the year. I'm not that sold on Jabari Smith. I don't know. What about that guy in it in Indiana? Didn't he drop like 20 last night? Benedict Matherin. How you say it? Yeah, I see people drafting him in fantasy leagues too. What's his deal? Yeah, I I just think that uh they're such a bad team that he's not gonna get like the media behind him, to be honest. Right. A lot of it's narrative based. Well, especially once they they trade away Buddy Heald. They're going to trade away any veteran asset they have by the All-Star break, so he'll have plenty of playing time. Yeah, and or and I mean, Orlando is going to be a top-six team, so they're going to get a lot of press. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> We're still doing that. <laughs> I'm off it, but, like, I'm, I'm on it. <laughs> well, there's, there's Keegan Murray over there in Sacramento. There's Jaden Ivey, but, like, I just – I don't think anybody – as long if Paolo stays healthy, I just don't see any of them encroaching on it. Go ahead, Carl. Go ahead and tell us how Patrick Baldwin Jr. is going to win Rookie of the Year this oh, year. No. He, he didn't even play last <laughs> night. He didn't play the other night. He wanted to let Paolo get his shine. He's coming no. in game too hot. Listen, I'm Are the resident. According to Carl, they've already got two rookie of the years on that team. Wiseman and Kaminga both should have won rookie of the year. <laughs> you want to talk about Warrior stuff? Because boy, our team looks so good. <laughs> Against who? What talk about overreaction. Oh, who did they play? Mean... I forgot. The team we shit all over for the first half of this podcast. <laughs> and if no. we get a chance the second half. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say we'll, we'll, we'll circle back on that. We'll circle back on that. Put a pin in it. I'll be back. I got some other stuff. <laughs> it's gonna be such a fun year, though. I think like that's the thing, is the NBA is such a source of joy. I'm just happy it's back, man. Honestly. Yeah, me too. Me too. It's been a long summer. I'm excited. I mean, who's gonna be What's going to bring me the most joy is seeing Rudy Gobert flame out in the playoffs for a new team. <laughs> um, I So my brother was randomly in Minnesota for that 
play-in game or whatever that like that they won but that like Carl Anthony Towns was terrible and you know Patrick Beverly like jumped up like they won the championship yeah and he said being there watching Carl Anthony Towns it was like he could never be a fan of him if he was from Minnesota like this dude just shit the bed on the biggest stage like wasn't trying was making the dumbest mistakes like he's just the worst star in the league that was what my brother said he's like I watched it in person like the only game that meant anything in Minnesota in a decade and he just like it's not even that he didn't show up. He just like he just screwed up every play. I mean, I want to like Carl Anthony Towns. He's he's got like a his good... mom, and he's like a nice guy and all that stuff. He's he just tries to be the tough guy so bad, and he's just he's not that. Like when he was uh, barking at Memphis, like in <laughs> game was it game three? He's like they in Minnesota now. They in the soda now. I'm like, nobody has ever been intimidated. <laughs> like, you're talking to people from Memphis. <laughs> and and um, for me, it's the full body pouts he has. Like, if you watch a Carl Anthony Towns game, he just like his body, body he sulks and he whines. And it's just, it's, it's unfortunate because he's, like, he is one of the most talented players in the league, but it's like, it's hard to get behind him. Yeah, Who's I mean, more annoying was... if you're a Minnesota fan, him or D'Angelo Russell? Uh, I would say Cat, just because I don't expect anything out of D'Angelo Russell. Fair enough, but you wouldn't know that from the usage rate. That dude's got the ball in his hand all the time. Oh, oh nobody's going to stop him. <laughs> I, I so, expect... yeah, <laughs> There's yeah, going to be no. a video release where uh, Anthony Edwards goes full Draymond <laughs> on D'Angelo Russell. <laughs> Do you think that team, like, okay, like, I assume that team's going to be a playoff team. Do you think they actually win a playoff series? Or does Gobert get played off the court and Cat doesn't show up and Anthony Edwards is still too young to carry it? We got to see where they're at, man. I mean, yeah. they could win it. They could win it. But, like, nah, right you now. You know they're going to have a good regular season. That doesn't mean anything. It's Gobert. No, no, but, I mean, it's the chemistry they have together and then how they can – play without Gobert or how they can adjust like I you you got to give them time but like I know that's a cop-out answer but like they definitely have the pieces they just got to fit it together correctly but like I right now right now October 20th I would say no they're not gonna win the playoff series okay I want to say yes just to be contrary but I I, in good conscience I I can't give Rudy Gobert any kind of uh (laughs) it's funny because he would really have been the player I think that the Bulls could have used most last year yeah nah I disagree you know who I think would have been perfect fit for the Bulls Wendell Carter absolutely Wendell Carter I think you have you have more affection for Wendell than we do. <laughs> no, nah, no, nah, I'm not saying he's a superstar. I'm saying we've got a bunch of guys that shoot and score and need the basketball. We don't need like a stretch scoring center that doesn't play defense. No hate on Vooch. He is what he is. I think it's a valuable piece. But you know what would have been a more valuable piece? A defensive anchor center that could get you double digit points. Decent defense. You know what I mean? Like, would have yeah. been a better fit. Maybe we shouldn't have made that trade. <laughs> I don't know. You're, I don't talking, know. you're talking a lot about an average NBA player, my friend. For sure, but it's fit. Like we're a team with Levine and DeRozan. That's enough shots. We don't need to right. have to find 15 shots for Vucevic, who's like, you know, two point shooting percentage is not great and misses a lot of bunnies. 
you know, what do we need that for? Sorry, I hate to hate on him. I really don't hate him. It just feels like <laughs> it wasn't the right fit. That's all. That's all I I'm saying. I agree. I feel like it was but. more of a fit, like attitude wise, because I think Carter wanted a wanted the extension. They didn't want to give him that. Sure. Sure. That's just sorry. Right. Didn't mean to bring it back to the Bulls, but you know that's that's all right, man. Well, let's do Bulls. Can we do Bulls for a sec? Sorry to jump this, B-Comp, but I, I feel like I don't want to get away from Bulls. Like, are we going to talk about Lonzo? Oh, Lonzo. New new Brandon Roy. Ugh, oh. shit's, shit's hurting my heart, man. Do you think he'll play a single game this year? I think he'll try. I think he'll come out. He'll probably play a couple games very poorly, and then they have to shut it down for the rest of the year. Do you think, I mean, I agree with you. Do you think that he really was the key to a team that was like a top three seed last year? And then when he went down, that's what changed it? Or do you think the Bulls were just hot and that was like, they weren't actually that good? I think, I don't want to say he was the key, but he was probably, I'd say the second most important player on the team at that time just based yeah. off his defense and how he set the offense up. It's crazy. They just, like, look like a different team. And he's not, like he said, you know, by traditional metrics and the eyeball test, there's two or even three better players on the team than him. But as soon as he went down, everything changed. Yeah. And now what does that mean for this year? What's their ceiling without him? A six seed? A five seed? Five ceiling? seed is best case scenario to me. They're a playing team, right? As of right now? I don't think so. I think they can get to at least a six. But again, I'm probably being an optimist. Yeah, I mean, you just I mean, just Milwaukee, Brooklyn, Philly, Boston, that's four right there. So are we next? Over Toronto, Miami. Who am I missing? You're in the I, mix I, right there. I guess we're in the mix right there. Yeah, okay. 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 So we could beat the play-in. I mean, Vegas has the Bulls over under at 41 and a half. What? That feels low. I feel like it should have been like 44. That I feel like that moved. Yeah. Do you know what? You Maybe know because what? of Levine's knee. Do you remember last year what I said? I smashed the over on the Bulls and I was you right. So you know it. what I'm about to do? I'm smashed. I'm taking the over again. I would too this time. 41 and a half, that feels like that feels I mean, that's very 500. Well. That's 500. Are they going to be better than 500, right? 55 wins. Mark it down. Jason Dimes said. Jeez. <laughs> that I said it, you said it. Listen, <laughs> if Orlando's my automatic playoff team, then you've got the Bulls at 55 wins. That's more realistic than Orlando, so I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> no way. Of course, I, uh, I'm, I'm so happy for uh, Dunsumo, though. I mean... Dasunmu. 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 I don't know. Did Ayo. I say it right? <laughs> Ayo. 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 Um, yeah, he's awesome. I'm a huge fan. Again, I, I believe it was your boy, Brian Thompson, that said last year before the draft, he was going to be a steal. You're right. People did not listen to me, and they let him slip to the second round. And now look at him. 
a goddamn steal, just like I said. Just like Do you said. think career he's a legit NBA starter or at least like very, very good backup point guard? Or do you think this is just going to be a couple years? I think he could be a solid starter, not like a, not like an all-star, but kind of like in that Mike Conley kind of class where like he might surprise you with an all-star appearance, but wow. just a solid pro. I mean, if you look at his averages when he starts and plays 30 minutes, they're like borderline all-star numbers. And he's so. got he seems like he has that work ethic too. I feel like that's so important. He's like beloved here. I mean, you know, Carl, you live here. He's like weirdly beloved. He's like in all the ads. And have you seen him in like weird commercials and yeah. like on billboards and stuff? He's yeah, he's the, he's, the hometown he's a boy. local kid, man. kid. Yeah. Yeah, the hometown boy. Wait, off topic, talking about Chicago kids. Did you guys see that over the summer, Joakim Noah, Luol Deng, and Derek Rose took the entire Simeon high school basketball team to like Africa to play a some sort of tournament game? No, I did see that. How <laughs> awesome was that, P Tom? Come on. Did you love that or no? It was not what I was expecting when I like opened up Instagram <laughs> that day. I'm like, what kind of like insert name here? <laughs> What <laughs> is going on here? <laughs> yeah, it was funny. Was like, okay, sorry. Joe Kim Off Noah's top. become like a, a wild, peace-loving hippie after being like the most antagonistic dude his NBA career. I, I love it. He was always a weirdo. I could have seen it. But that started when he went to the Knicks. I feel like he got that contract for the Knicks, and he was like, I'm chilling now. Yeah. <laughs> Knicks fans definitely feel that way. <laughs> yeah, he was like, I'm good. I'm a pacifist now. I don't need that. <laughs> I don't know why the Knicks keep signing centers from the Bulls because there was Eddie Curry they gave a big money deal to and that didn't work. Like just sad. if the Bulls don't want you as a center, you should probably not. The Knicks should probably just avoid them. Or they should get the ones they should get. Like, have they considered going after Wendell Carter? <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm not that much on Wendell Carter. Three mentions? No, I'm two mentions tops. He would get to, he would get to New York and immediately gain 800 pounds. So do you think the Knicks are just going to be the absolute worst team this year or one of the worst no. teams? No. Let me rephrase that. Are they going to be the worst team that's trying not to be bad? No, that could be. Because there are some, there are a lot of tankers this year. The Wemby sweepstakes is in full swing. Uh, oh, I'm I'm full in on Wemby. I mean, same. I've yeah. been calling my kid Moshe Wembanyama. <laughs> not working though. I mean, Scoot's not, not a bad runner up either. You got two no, quality. No. You get Scoot as a yeah. No, that ain't. That's not too bad. Yeah. I, well, whatever. Wembanyama. I need my. I need to get my jersey. I'm loving him. <laughs> preferred uh preferred landing spots for Wimby. Preferred or likely? Preferred. Like San Antonio, but ten years ago when Popovich was younger. Is that a landing spot? No. I mean for me personally <laughs> San Antonio's gonna be bad. <laughs> yeah. They're gonna be bad. They they're great at developing international talent and Pop's a great coach, but I don't know if he's still got it. But I, I think that'd be fun. I want to see him be the best he can be. That's the most exciting thing for me. And I think that could be San Antonio. I feel like San Antonio's the spot if you want him to develop properly. 
I agree. Well, I, I mean, what are the other re- what are the realistic options? Utah, Oklahoma OKC. City, I think Houston. OKC for me makes Houston. sense. Like I'm just like I'd love to see them get the one star. Right? It was like the process in um in Philly. They got Embiid and they got Simmons. Now Simmons didn't even whatever, but you get all these picks and one or two of these twenty guys pan out. So that's how it goes. I believe in the mathematical process, so I'm like reward reward OKC for their hard work. Uh, I mean, hard I work. You well, mean I mean, the fans, tanking? the fans have to deal with that stuff and be loyal for all those the years. Fans man. can go f themselves. Are you Whoa. kidding me? Where that Whoa. team from Seattle? They stole that team from Seattle out of thin air and got Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook in ten years of relevance, eight years of relevance. They can. I'm sorry. I, I mean, I love KD and Russ, and I love Shea now, and I like some of the guys on OKC, but I have no sympathy for those fans. I, those fans I, had to sit here for 20 years before Michael Jordan showed up. OKC, I don't even know where he here. fits on OKC. Oh, he doesn't fit at all. Who, Wemby? Yeah. He fits right into that slot where one of their other random guys that isn't as good as him is That's standing, it. like Poku or whatever. They got Chet. They got Poku. Why couldn't he be next to Chet? I mean, here's the thing. Have you, you? I'm sure you've watched those clips. Like, what can't this guy do? He might be Kevin Durant. You know what I mean? He might be Anthony Davis. He might be like, he could be a lot. He could be a center. He could be a, a, a small forward. The NBA is a weird place now, man. Like, why, why can't they have three seven-footers on their front line? And it's like Poku, Wemby, oh, and Chet. I'm not saying you can't. I don't know if I trust them to, like, properly coach them to do it. Oh, wow. I see what you're saying about the coaching. That I'm about – I'm, I'm talking all about fit. So who's the coach in OKC? I don't even know the answer to that question. He's that random dude. All right. Well, that's fine, then. That answers the question. So it's not <laughs> it's not Popovich. And I don't know who the coach is in Utah either. I, I assume they'd go out and get a better coach, right? They got, <laughs> Whoever gets um, them. They got uh, Udoka's top uh, assistant from last year. What's his uh, crap? I can't remember his name. Okay. Yeah, who knows? I mean, he's apparently like a, a, a guy who was getting buzzed to be a head coach. I don't know who this guy is as the head coach of the Thunder. Mark Dag- Dagnail? <laughs> Mark Dagnall, of course. I'm over here like butchering his name. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Well, it's not just coaching; it's the organization too. And I guess Oklahoma City. I don't know. Do they develop talent? I guess they did 15 years ago. Well, I mean, they've been actively like just sucking the last few years to acquire draft picks. So I don't know if. I mean, and I Carl guess there's feels some... really bad for their fans. Apparently. No, I just like I think for me it's like I just want him to come in the league and just be able to cook. Go out yeah. there on the court, we don't care. Do whatever you want to do. We'll build the whole offense around you. You know, and I but I hear what you're saying about making him properly develop. I just wouldn't I wouldn't want to see him come off the bench for like a year on in a competitive market. I you don't want him to get darkoed. I mean, you know, I don't want him to go to Utah. That's really what this all boils down to. <laughs> I mean, we don't want, we don't wish that on our worst enemies, right? Going to Utah. Yeah, I'm, know, I'm Carl, like, Carl uh, Malone liked it there. I think he had a good time. Speaking of worst enemies, <laughs> this and this is the portion of the podcast where I rip on Carl, uh, Carl Malone. <laughs> do do do. <laughs> well. 
I'm excited for Wemby. I mean, part of me wishes we were in the sweepstakes for him. I like being competitive, but he's going to be awesome. I mean, look, we get one more injury. I say, uh, fuck it. Let's, <laughs> let's go for it. Oh, my God. Do you think Billy Donovan's a good coach? Steve, I do. OKC coaches? I think he's a good coach, yeah. Yeah, but I, like I don't know if I'm just comparing him to uh, Jim Boylan and I'm just happy to have like a competent adult in the room. Mm. Whoa, whoa, wait. Which Jim Boylan? Mr. Uh, punch in at <laughs> <laughs> practice. There, two? there were two, weren't there? He had the punch in at practice guy. I forgot about him. Woof. God, Whatever. Was... I love Art Karn. Art, Art Karn will never hire a guy like that. They know how to run a front office, man. I like those guys. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I saw what they did in Denver. I was, I'm fine with giving them the benefit of the doubt, building it up from the, because they had to tear that shit down to the ground. <laughs> I like the moves they've made here. Yeah. Even, I mean, I'm critical a little bit, but none of them were like huge mistakes or like obvious like fumbles, like our old administration <laughs> or say for instance uh trading your young core for an aging guard who depends on his athleticism mm. what about not trading your young core for kobe bryant that was also a screw up i know i'm going way back but kobe wanted to come here and the offer was dang and gordon and paxton didn't want to give them up because he didn't he thought they were too valuable as assets but is what if we had gotten Kobe in 2007? Didn't Kobe tear his Achilles though shortly after though? I mean, he won two. Not rings, to give, but... not to give uh, Jim Paxson any kind of credit whatsoever, because Kobe could have come here and like not torn his Achilles, but maybe. But I mean, he went on to win two championships in LA with Powell, you know. True. True. Just saying. Anyway. Anyway, we don't have to rip on Pat Garpax. <laughs> no, no, no. We sure can. We sure can. They were terrible. They're gone now. <laughs> They're no Bob Myers, I'll tell you that. Well, just tell me why Joe Lacob is the best owner in sports. I can't yeah, argue I with he... it, to be honest. <laughs> I want to. <laughs> I read he's one of the poorest owners, actually. And that that Chase Center just prints money, and that's why they can afford that ridiculous payroll. If you're well, talking mean, about porous owners, I think you need to be talking about Tillman Fertitta down in Houston. Well, right. You I want mean, to talk about a broke <laughs> he's boy. Bankrupt, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think he's bankrupt. You want to talk about a broke boy. <laughs> nah. Well, Lakeup is awesome. I mean, if I was a Warriors fan, I would just be so happy. I mean, did, did you see that the, the tax bill is going to be close to the purchase price that he yeah. paid for the team? $400 million or something yeah. like that? <laughs> I mean, I mean just, they're just printing money over there. Well, and this is like this is across sports, but it's true in basketball too. It's these these owners who inherit teams. They don't quite have the same chutzpah to run the organization. Those first generation owners, they're not playing. They're buying that I mean, team. Even the bombers of the world, the Cubans of the world. It all started the Maloof brothers. You're like we we we're buying this thing to win, and then you have like, who is your guy's favorite? The McCarskies, McCaskies. What are the what are the, uh, bull, the Bears? Yeah, people? no, I agree, I agree. McCaskies. So it's just like you 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 want these people who are like, I'm buying this thing because it's a fancy sports car, and I want it to go 180 miles an hour. <laughs> Not well, the Bobby Jones has a great analogy of like 
the new guys are like guys who buy cars to work on them. Like they're willing to put money into it, not because you need to go to work, but because you just want to work on it. You want to spend money on your car. These new people just want to get something that's going to get them to work. (laughs) No, no, I don't know. I mean, I guess in the NBA, I would agree with that because there's another in football. There are some like legacy ownership groups that have put good, good teams on the field year after year. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what Pittsburgh, right? Pittsburgh. I guess maybe that's (laughs) it. Yeah. I guess maybe that's it. I don't know. Yeah. The Rooney's just basically like stay out of the way though. I mean, like, it's like we get football people and get out of the way. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You think the Clippers are going to be good? Speaking of Balmer, are you buying Paul George and Kawhi Leonard playing a full season? No, um, not buying that, but I think the Clippers are legit. I don't know. We'll see. They probably have the the lowest floor and the highest ceiling. So the variance is going to be out of control, but I hope they all stay healthy, to be honest with you, so we can just yeah. see the best. I mean, I think Paul George is probably going to be all right this season health-wise. Kawhi, I got to see it to believe it, um, but even if you don't, Count Kawhi. I mean, it's still a very solid roster. Uh, I think John Wall is going to be good there. I think that's really? it. I do. You're I, buying John Wall stock, huh? Yeah. I mean, I don't think he's going to be like an all star or anything, but I think he's going to be a solid player for him. Zubak. Uh, I think Norm Powell is underrated. I like yeah. Terrence Mann. Um, Reggie Jackson only works in the Clippers organization for some reason. <laughs> uh, put him anywhere else, and he's just like crying and like just a terrible player. I like Robert Covington. Yeah, Batum is good for like fifteen minutes a night. He's still making damn near eleven million dollars. Good for you. Yeah. Get them checks. Long time. <laughs> and I think the key with John Wall is he's been humbled. Yeah. And so you read all I, that stuff about him with the like depression and stuff like that? No, no, I haven't read anything about that. But it just seems like from a basketball perspective, when a team asks you not to play for almost a whole season, I think there's a lot of time for introspection. Yeah. So I didn't read yeah. the articles, so I'm not to speak out of turn. No, no, I think he I think he implied that he was like suicidal, but maybe mm, I'm he did. I don't want to misquote it, but yeah. Yeah, that can be hard. Well, I mean, I'm cheering for him. I always thought he was fun. Remember when he used to do the Dougie before the game? He did it the other night. Oh, did he? Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, they kind of goaded him on, but yeah, he did it. <laughs> he was very resistant. I feel like I saw that clip. It took a lot. It took a yeah, lot to get him to do it. it. <laughs> well, like he's like he's like Danny Glover now. He's too old for this shit. Right. <laughs> I don't know. I loved him when he was young. I mean, I never thought he was going to be the best player in the league or like win a championship, but watching, he was one of those guys that was always fun to watch. He was so fast. I, I mean, I want him to be good. League's better when John Wall's playing well. I mean, and he, he always got hurt, like right. hustling. Like it wasn't like he, yeah. like you, you feel bad for guys like that. Like it's not like he was hot dogging it out there. So I'm like, he running back on a play and then just non-contact your knee gives out. Well, now he's going to be the point guard on a championship team, right? <laughs> championship aspirations, certainly. 
Look, what's I like... your West, Carl? Where, where do you? What's your West? It, I mean, we know you pick one Golden State, obviously. Right. How's Golden the rest State, of the stack up? And then probably team? Denver. See, look, I'm gonna forget all the teams. I gotta like look. Well, at I'm this. curious your take on it because this is obviously who you see as a threat. It's not necessarily who's objectively the best teams <laughs> in the West. So I'm curious to hear. No, I mean, you know, like who scares you? Let me see. I think Phoenix is going to regress this year. Like yeah. they'll still be in the playoffs. That um, team is cursed. <laughs> yeah. You know, Sacramento, I think, could be like a seven seed this year. Lakers are terrible. All right. We there's a lot of bad teams, actually. That's what I'm saying. The West Utah is, like... is gonna be ta- bad. Oklahoma's gonna be bad. San Antonio's gonna be bad. Houston's gonna Denver, be bad. Denver, the Clippers, and the Warriors, right? And then Memphis yeah. like hovering around the edges of it. Yeah. I think Denver's gonna be the one seed. Yeah. I think Clippers go to Warriors three only because the Warriors are like that veteran team and they know what to do. So they're going to let the young guys get their run during the regular season. And if they got to fuck off a game or two to, you know, get Wiseman and Kaminga and Moody, their reps, then they'll do that. Yeah. No, I think that I think the East is way more interesting than the West this year, but we'll see. You know, the Warriors are going to repeat. It's okay. It's only right after the punch I, heard around the world. You don't think all this stuff is going to affect that? Just like it is on crap and the pool extension. And but don't you? So if you have an agitator on your team, isn't further agitation just him doing his job better? Yeah, but he's agitating the team. He used to agitate the other team with the occasional behind closed no, doors, no. pissing off KD, whatever. This is like. Listen, listen, dude, did you watch the ring ceremony? No. It felt awkward to me. No, no, that's that's just me. That those things are awkward anyway. Jordan, right? What do we celebrate Jordan for? Practicing hard, calling out teammates in practice, punching teammates in practice, (laughs) not accepting failure from people, right? Not Mm expect like, and that's what Draymond's made it made it, and it was like Scotty was the one who came in in the Bulls and was like, You guys are you guys are okay. You're still doing good. Don't worry so, what Jordan says. Draymond. So can I tell you the problem? Yeah, can I tell you the problem with this analogy? You're comparing Draymond Green to Michael Jordan. I'm comparing the aspect of Jordan. What made Jordan great is that he could be all those things. He could be the best player, but he also was the agitator as well. Right. I feel and like Draymond is not roles. the best player. I'm saying no, no, yeah, not you can at all. take that from but, the best player. You can't take that from the guy that had to get benched in the finals. And poor Kayvon Looney needs a damn oxygen tank yeah, because he's the single. only. <laughs> but that, but that, you know, Draymond gets his stuff, man. He's been on that team long enough. He's proven himself enough that, that the guys for have to listen to him. For sure. And I think that this team is not going to win the championship if this doesn't, like, if he doesn't figure this out. It no, there's no figuring it out. it out. There's no figuring it out. We don't have that to talk it about it too work. much. I mean, but if you punch somebody in the face, your relationship is never the same. 100%. Yeah, correct. correct. So it's not, it's just about playing. And I don't think these guys have to like each other to play yeah, but well. Here's together. The thing. Like the comparison, I agree. But like the comparison with Jordan is like, you know, whatever, like he punched Steve Kerr or whatever, tried to punch him. And like, then they both like, they, they didn't love each other, but they like gained respect for each other in a certain way. That was like immediate, right? 
I'm not, I mean, are you hearing that coming out of the Warriors organization that those two gained respect for each other? I didn't hear Draymond really even apologize, right? That apology oh, was bullshit, he apologized right? for He apologized. Get out of here. He that had a press a very, conference for 30 minutes talking about all types of- It was very carefully worded, and they said he apologized to the team. And then Bob Myers, and I wrote this down because I thought it was funny. Bob Myers said that, quote, Jordan was in the room for the apology. Not yeah. that right? he apologized to Jordan. <laughs> so it's just, if it, I'm not saying, I, I mean, I am saying it's going to be a problem. I'm just saying this is not a parallel to any sort of, the Jordan comparisons are are insane and only a Warriors fan would compare Draymond Green to Michael Jordan. I'm in saying any he's way. an agitator and we celebrate agitators at certain times and not at other times. Right. And here's one of the times where I am not celebrating him. We could talk about other agitators. Jimmy Butler, he's an agitator. Who played at a high level. I think when you play at a high level, then that kind of gets like romanticized. When you're playing shitty, like he was. Mm -hmm. We forgive it when you're great. We forgive it when you're great. Right. To, To be Tom's point, I think that's a great point. And if you look, there was a period in his career where he was an agitator who also contributed and we liked it he is not at that point in his career anymore who? but he thinks he is draymond yes he is what carl no single don't don't go full warriors fan no no baby. i'm just saying he like, got he's... benched in the finals for good reason too. <laughs> i mean he's had his ups and downs but he was benched in the finals that's not no i'm sorry in 2018, he wasn't benched in the finals. That was a different situation. Do, do they make it to the finals without him? Last year? Mm-hmm. Last year? I think so. Oh, see, now yeah. you guys I don't are know. sipping the rate. No, that's not Haterade. I think he was important to the team last year, but he wasn't agitating like, like this. Like, John Morant got hurt in the Memphis series. I think they can beat mm-hmm. Memphis without Draymond in that series. And then they played a team in the Mavericks who just weren't ready yet. You know what? I say we just uh, we this that last year's championship is an asterisk championship, right? <laughs> oh yeah, totally. totally Don't you think, Carl? Let's slap <laughs> yeah, an asterisk. Just like on all that. that, just like all those bets that uh, Jordan did in the '90s, right? None of those work either. <laughs> Why are you bringing up old stuff? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. No, I, I what I I just I think I think that I don't think that those two will ever be friends. They will there will never be forgiveness. But I don't necessarily think. It defer it detracts from his effectiveness in his role on the team, and and the path to the the path to the finals in the West is doesn't feel impossible. Like they right. would have to get the, what are the two teams they'd have to get through? Like Memphis or Dallas, and then Denver. Like I'm not saying that's an automatic thing, but those it's not like they have to go through Boston and Philly and Milwaukee, you know. Yeah. But like B Tom touched on, like if if there weren't some key injuries there, mm-hmm. you know, just like every championship run, there's got to be a couple breaks that go your way, right? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like sometimes it's just it's the the team you're meeting at that time, right? And I don't I don't want to make that seem like uh, I'm shitting on the Warriors run because of the injuries. Every year you can point to an injury yeah. or two that swung everything. Yeah. Tell yeah. me about yeah. it, Raptors. Yeah, get out of here. You already had like three rings at that point. No, the the championship last year was legit, and the Warriors are legitimate contenders this year. I am just skeptical 
the thing is, like, I, I didn't even make the point I want to make. It's not that he's an agitator. It's that he's going to be a pain in the ass all year because of this contract thing. Correct. And he's going to go on his own podcast and weirdly talk about it in the middle of the season and how management is disrespecting him. And he might he might take – there might be, like, you know, pool might catch strays on that podcast, like referencing the contract he got. Like that stuff's going to interfere with the team, man. It, 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 I'm not saying they can't overcome it, but that's not going to make it easy. If there's any organization I trust to get over it, though, it'll be the Warriors. I trust Steve Kerr. I trust Bob Myers. They they work through the whole KD thing through you know to survive that that mid season blow up. So I that. I, I think they can find a way to get through it because, like you said, the West is not deep. Right? Yeah. And it's not out of the realm of possibility they trade him. Yeah, that'd be crazy, right? Where are they going to trade him to? Like, whoever would take him. Orlando. Or, I mean, <laughs> Title town. Is he the missing piece? Is he the missing piece? <laughs> I mean, honestly, would... I think if he ended up in like in Atlanta, I, yes. I could see that being like very, that would be like a good fit to me. Detroit. I don't get the Detroit thing so much just because he's from there. Correct. But I don't I don't think that I think Draymond is the piece where you're like, we have everything else in place and we just want to add this one last catalyst to the roster that's gonna push us over the top. Atlanta's the perfect one. Yeah. I'm sure there's that, another one as well. But you, you think to, they're one you think Atlanta's one piece away from over the top? Well, I mean, the way that they constructed the rocker, right, when you do the DeJounte Murray trade, you already have John Collins, who's, you know, suspect, and you have Trey Young. This is it. This is your window. I feel like this puts them maybe not like – it puts them top four if they had, like, a Draymond Green. Oh, come on. Well, you, you, How you old have is Draymond to... Green? 31? Would you disagree 30? that it's their time to push all the chips to the middle of the table? I mean, they definitely think so. So it, that's what I'm saying is that's that's the kind of team that's like, yeah, we'll take a risk on this questionable character guy, perhaps we'd say, or a volatile piece because we need that. So We're say they, they traded like a Clint yeah, Capella who's not getting any run in yep. Atlanta to the Warriors who need a big body behind Wiseman. Or in front of Wiseman. Go on. <laughs> For Draymond, Draymond comes in. He doesn't have to start per se. I mean, you can give him that like that ceremonial starting spot, but he still only plays twenty to twenty five minutes. I mean, I think 16. that's twenty to twenty five minutes. Draymond's not gonna succeed. Yeah, I think he could teach guys like a Kongu and DeAndre Hunter. No, nah, man, those guys aren't going to like him. Junk. He's going to come in there and be, like, weirdly condescending, and, like, they're going to be competing for, what, like a six seed or a five seed? Like, Yeah, but then you have a title. What about what It's about Atlanta. Like, that's an upgrade for them historically <laughs> outside of that one, that one aberration of a year. Better take what you can get. You ready for a who says no? The Bulls, the Bulls say, we'll give you Vucevic. The Warriors say, we'll give you Draymond. Who says no? I say no. I hope Bulls. I hope Bulls. You would say no Wait, to that? After all the complaining no you did about Wendell Carter? No, I'm not, I like Vooch. I, I'm fine with it. And besides, I don't want Draymond Green. Why would Golden State ever say no to that? That's 100% yes. 
Vooch fits perfectly. Right? He could stretch the, the floor. He could shoot threes. Yeah, he's a center who could shoot threes. My ability on defense, camp and guard the perimeter. I mean, what do you guys have out there? You got all-star starter right Andrew Wiggins to help, you know, cover up some of those uh, deficiencies. All-star starter. <laughs> Yo, thank, um, thank you, BTS. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. I love that story. Yeah. Now, can you I mean, you have to be happy for Wiggins, right? 100%. Have to be sure. happy for him. I'm not like oh, for I'm him, not, but it's uh, fine. What do I gotta love Wiggins for? What am I'm I missing not, something? I'm not unhappy for Wiggins. Yeah. It's just that it seems weird to me. Uh he's the only number one pick that has worked out that it only really worked out because he became the third, possibly fourth option on a very good team. When Hold he on. was the first option. Hold on. It didn't work out. He's not like a bust like Anthony Bennett, but he's like a bust for a number one pick, right? I mean, yeah. he's not. Yeah. yeah. And I'm, it didn't that's work what I'm saying. out. I, I didn't say he was a bad player. It just, from mm. where he was drafted, his nickname of Maple Jordan, you expect a certain thing, <laughs> and you don't you don't get that. He becomes the fourth option on a very good team, and he's very good in that role. Like you don't draft role players at number one. Wait, I wanna yeah, I'm with you all the way. Carl, why should we be excited for Andrew Wiggins? Is he like a fun guy or like something like he I had watched to play him in Minnesota kind of all not... those years? <laughs> <laughs> had to play in Minnesota. He didn't try for like seven years. We watched him literally not show up so, to games. Mentally. I'm gonna guess that you're the biggest Ben Gordon stand, right? Yeah, I love Ben Gordon. Why? Why wouldn't why should I love him? He had the same mopey attitude going no ahead shooting. Way. Yes, he did. Hundred percent. Ben 100%. Gordon was lights out. Ben Gordon played hard the way he knew how to play hard. He didn't wait, wait. Did you just say Ben side. Gordon played hard? I uh I can't absolutely I, I can't be uh Look, I like Ben Gordon, but the block is kind of hot for Ben Gordon right now. I can't be uh can't be defending him. <laughs> I know, I know. For anything right now, uh, I'm a bow out. <laughs> yeah, tough, a couple tough breaks for him. But uh, I'm going to say this: that comparison is flawed. Wait, uh, just back up, back up. Why should back I up. like Wiggins? You're saying the reason I should be happy for Wiggins is because he played for a crappy team and like it's a redemption really... arc, man. He turned, he what? he reinvented himself. He learned how to play defense. He doubled down. He started shooting threes. He worked within a system. I understand. Yeah, but what's the... my investment in this character's arc? Well, well, nothing nothing for you. Character? I mean, because you don't have a soul and you don't care about the greatest <laughs> sports team in human history. Oh, my God. They're barely a dynasty. Oh, jeez. Four championships in eight years? That's weird. Listen, man, nine, you, you snuggle up with that 98 trophy as long as you want. That motherfucker is rusted. <laughs> let's, let's Out not here say, talking wild shit. Let's not Yo, say things this we guy. can't take mute back this here, guy. Carl. <laughs> mute this guy. <laughs> oh, no. Carl's connection just got cut off. I don't know what happened. <laughs> oh, man. No, I don't get I don't Like... The last thing I've thought about over the last six months is Wiggins' redemption arc. I didn't even know that was a storyline. This is That's incredible. Funny. I feel like that was like, besides my warrior bias, I feel like that was a narrative, was it not? 
I mean, I, I heard. A I guess in the San Francisco Chronicle, maybe. I'm not. A, I'm, I live four blocks from you, man. I'm not reading the Chronicle. <laughs> I, I mean, I saw like a story or two like that, but I was like, man, he's a he's an anti-vax dude. And plus who got he's the, the vaccine. Does he get any credit for that? And then yeah, he's he's the real hero for that. And then, and then he, he goes back a year later. About it. Yeah, a year the later, he's like, I'm not sure the championship I wish was I worth it. Done it. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, again, the fourth option. <laughs> Wait, no, we've talked about him too much. The 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 Andrew Wiggins redemption arc is a great story. But maybe maybe we'll come back to it. You know, be top the next time we do a podcast. Okay. You know, what? let's circle back. <laughs> We're gonna go back to uh, Wendell Carter here real quick. <laughs> The Wendell Carter thing's worse than the Wiggins thing. I'll take. I'll, I'll admit it. <laughs> oh man. Um, I got. I got a hot. Is this a hot take? I don't know. I don't think this is a hot take. This is just a take. Trey Young is going to lead the league in scoring this year. That's my take. It just feels like a beat Tom take. I feel like you've been waiting this whole podcast. Like you kind of snuck it in in the Doncic conversation that you think Trey Young's God, and now this is the culmination. This is where it leads. Basically, here's how it goes: it goes Steph, it goes uh, Ja, and then it goes Trey Young. Oh, for point guards? No, I actually that's just bullshit. <laughs> I'm just fucking. Okay, joking. I was like, this is kind of <laughs> crazy. No, I oh, like Trey Young a lot. I just feel like uh, you know he gets kind of. He catches a lot of strays when people talk about Luca. Yeah. And I'm like, let's pump the brakes. Atlanta's did not like blow that pick. They got a very good player that fits for them and they've done quite well with them. That's all my point was. Right. Sports sports media is so binary that it's like in order for Luca to be successful, Trey has to be a failure. And it's like, no, they're just both successes. It was one of those trades where it worked out for both teams. Yeah. It's rare. Hold up. But it happens. Hold up. Hold up. No, I mean, I think Trey's good, but like in six years when we sit down for this podcast and Luca has two MVPs and has gone oh, to see, a finals. This, and this is what saying... B-Top was talking about earlier. They want to crown this man <laughs> before Come hey. on, man. You don't think, wait, hold on. You don't think this dude could win an MVP or two in the next yes, five years? Yes, he could. Could he Trey? Could. Could, could Trey? Trey? Yeah, Trey could. Get out of here, Trey Young. Same he guy? Could, Are we talking about the guy with the hair? That guy? I swear, he could win an MVP like one of those Derrick Rose years where the narrative from the beginning of the season is like, this is the guy. And then he lives up to that billing, and no matter what happens, they were going to vote for that guy. Yeah. It, I, I, let's let's do this right now. It's 2022. We'll, we'll meet back here in 2027. <laughs> Whoever has more MVPs, Doncic or Trey Young, wins this bet. I've got Doncic. You've got Trey Young. I feel like you think that I don't think that Luka Doncic can win an MVP. He absolutely can. I also think Trey Young can quit being so binary. <laughs> no, I like Trey Young. Dallas won that trade. Atlanta I, didn't get like they didn't get like like beaten up or like rolled but would, like they lost that trade. i mean they lost that trade would atlanta be in the position they're in right now with luka Doncic? i don't think so i think they'd be better if luka i had don't think so I, him, think, I think i think the culture of atlanta is gonna say a lot for like how he would have adjusted i think he can adjust to mark cuban and dallas better than he could Frankly, one of the blackest cities in the world in Atlanta. Yes. If you coming from Slovenia, you, you don't understand all that. I, 
Okay. I that's that's there's zero pressure in in Dallas. Zero pressure. Okay. So from a fit perspective, I I hear you. See you in 2027. (laughs) Yeah, I'll see you then. I'm just witnessing this, but I love it. I don't have to do I have to pick somebody to steak dinner. You you and Trey you bring you bring your MVP trophies, I'll bring mine. If they both if they split this and they both win an MVP. <laughs> Wait, no, here's what we'll do. Whoever lose whoever went loses the bet has to buy the jersey of the other person and wear it to the steak dinner. Because then it's kind of win-win. Because I would definitely be down to wear a Trey Young jersey. <laughs> I would be down to wear either jersey. <laughs> That's so, what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> I actually just got tickets to the Bulls Dallas game on December 10th so I could go see Luca. So yeah, I'm a Luca guy. Yeah, I I'm going to Pistons Mavericks in uh November. How come you didn't get Pistons Hawks? I mean, wouldn't you rather see a true MVP? Well, I'm going with the free tickets. So Fair. Fair. <laughs> all right, that's all right then. Fair Not paying to see the Pistons? Come on. Yeah, they could be good. Just ask anyone who lives around you. <laughs> oh, God. I'm about to cut your mic. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's end it with uh, who's your who's the finals? It's Obviously, it's the Warriors for me. And the, I have a hard time with who's coming out of the East because I think looking at Boston that first night, it looks like they, they could definitely go back. Um. But I, I don't really want to vote against the Bucks neither with the healthy Chris Middleton. So I think I'm just gonna say the Warriors and the Bucks. What about um, you, Dime? Uh here's the thing. If Carl wasn't on this podcast, I'd have no problem saying Bucks Warriors also. But I just feel like <laughs> I just spent all this time trying to crap on the Warriors, but I don't know who else I'm supposed to pick. Like Denver, I don't trust in the playoffs. Clippers? And I don't I, trust no, and in I'm the not, playoffs. And I'm not in on, I'm I'm out on the Clippers. I mean, I think they'll be good, but I'm out on them as a winner. And that's it. There's no like what Phoenix, Memphis. Like, I can't pick one of those teams. I love Ja, but I think it's gonna be Warriors Bucks after all that shit. B Tom, just edit out 20 minutes of me talking shit about the Warriors. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, <laughs> this is gonna be real boring. Uh I got Bucks Warriors. <laughs> well, who Here's the thing. Make a case for anyone else in the East. It's hard for it's hard for me. I get that Boston's young, but they have the turmoil with the coach and like they don't have Giannis and they should have lost to Giannis last year. Middleton was just hurt. They would have 100 percent lost that series. They right. almost just lost that series with Giannis. They almost lost that series um, to Philly. Correct. Like, so, yeah, no. I, I And if you if they talk about how important. Yudoka's scheme was last year and he's not there plus his top assistant isn't there I yeah I mean I think they'll be they'll be fine overall but not a championship team Brooklyn I don't trust I Mm-mm. I I can't mm-hmm. Miami ah uh, now nah, get out of here yeah no way nah I mean it would have to take one of those. I mean, Jimmy Butler, I trust him in the playoffs. Uh, Tyler Hero, I don't really trust. Uh, Kyle but, now he has a huge, but now he signed that huge contract, so he's totally motivated to and play And he's still well. complaining about not starting, so. 
still playing like 32 minutes a night complaining that he didn't start. Like you you sit for two minutes before you come in. Losing to a Bulls team on the road and complaining that he's not starting. Um, I mean, Orlando, they're up there. <laughs> <laughs> Bulls so circle. do you think, let me ask you this, Carl, along these lines. Does Mil- I, I know I keep coming at Carl with the way it's the Warriors questions, but I have to. Do you think the Bucks? A healthy Bucks team beats the Warriors last year in the finals. Of course, I have to say no. But like Bucks and six, though, right? <laughs> I have Bucks. <laughs> I have Bucks and six this, this year, year. With Giannis oh. winning the MVP. I'm, However, hate last... to be boring, but I'm with you all the way, man. I'll go Warriors in seven. Last year, I I think the Warriors would have won in seven just because Steph was in God mode last year, like during the finals. And it was one of those like he felt like he had to prove a point to himself to he could get that, you know, finals MVP since people always shat on him for that. And they're they're very thin after you get past like the core three, right? You got Giannis, you got Holiday. Oh, I disagree. Pat Connington. But I just mean defense. Like if you just Brook Lopez, what does he do Brooke against Lopez the Warriors? Brook Lopez a great defensive center against the yeah, Warriors. I mean, yeah, I guess he's played off the court a little bit. Yeah, Giannis. You got Drew, Middleton, Bobby Grayson mean, Allen, Bobby. Portis. I know. Here's the reason. I Thanasis Antetokounmpo. Yes. Thanasis. Who, the by the way, holder. there's a clip online of him picking Giannis. Yeah, I just saw I that, saw that right awesome. before we before I signed on. I was just going to say, I know Marcus Smart was defensive player of the year candidate or won it or whatever happened last year, but I think Drew Holiday gives Steph a lot more trouble. Yeah. I yeah, mean, Steph's yeah. still Steph, but yeah. I think he makes it a lot harder. I, I love the Bucks. I love Giannis. Bucks and six, Giannis MVP. I'm with you, B Tom. Let's do it. Wait, finals MVP or just season MVP or both? Both. Love it. Both. Possibly defensive player of the year. I don't know if I want to go so far as to say he wins all three in the same year, but I already said early in the year, uh, you know, Evan Mobley, defensive player of the year. There we go. All right. All right. All right. I think who's the dark horse MVP candidate for me. My, I keep coming up with Jason Tatum. The team was in the finals last year. Obviously all the turmoil we've talked about with the coaching staff. Imagine he puts up 35, 8, and 6. And they, they're they a two seed in the East. Hold on. It's... 35, 8, and 6? No, yeah. I just threw out numbers. No, I just no, no. Threw I'm out with numbers. you. I'm with you. I'm not If he puts up 35, think... he's the MVP. <laughs> yeah. 30. Let's just saying. go. Let's go 28. 28 solid rebounding numbers, leads the team. Here's the problem. They're the two seed. Who's the one seed? Well, it probably would be Giannis, but I think the voter fatigue conversation needs to come yeah. in too because I think yeah. people don't want to yep. vote for Jokic anymore. People don't want to vote for Giannis, so they're looking for a new shiny thing. And I think Luka. that's why I said dark, dark Embiid. horse. I think Embiid, Embiid went yeah, before Luca. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They want to get the, the voters want to give it to Embiid. He just doesn't play enough of the games, but yeah. just, he just sometimes is a little slow and sluggish Does on the court. Yeah, does it seem like he's almost like, you know, this whole thing is he's passionate, but like he's kind of not most of the time. He's just a he's a big dude who gets tired and that's okay because he is absolutely insanely dominant, elite level footwork, elite level defense at the rim. Right. But sometimes 
he's gassed. Well, yeah, look at some right. of the guys on the team, and he feels like he probably has to carry. <laughs> like yeah. that Ben Simmons, uh, that last Ben Simmons team, buddy. <laughs> I felt yeah, for, I, I thought agree. he was gonna murder Ben Simmons, yes. especially after he passed up that dunk. Yeah, I don't know if I've right. ever seen somebody so disgusted in all my life. Yeah, that was sad to watch. I, I don't love Ben Simmons, but I'm sad for everyone involved. That just like it's funny, but it like was not fun as an NBA fan. Like I wanted no. to see him play, and like I wanted it to be a good series, and I wanted Ben Simmons to be a real player. I don't want to be to be pissed about that. Like that, that just sucked. Yeah. That when, all we were, sucked. when we were talking about Wembley earlier, how how Wembley. I don't know my shorthand now, but anyway, no, 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 Wembley, the tall guy from France. <laughs> when he the the number one thing you were talking about, what team I want to see him go to? I just want him to be fully healthy. That's yeah. what I want every NBA season. Is I'm like yeah. I just want everybody to be fully healthy and everybody plays their best potential, and we get what would you say the most valid winner. Yes. Everybody competes at a high level. No injuries. Let's do it. Let's find out who the real winner is. Yeah, but then let's be honest. How many championships would the Warriors even have? Probably like 14. (laughs) (laughs) Why you do this to me? I don't know. You're sitting there wearing that fucking shirt. It's just so annoying. (laughs) No, I had to do it. Uh, I think that's a good a spot as any then, though. <laughs> <laughs> Diamond Sultan Carl shirt. Yes, of course. Sold. All right, good gentlemen, finish. always a pleasure. Always. We'll have to bring it back all-star break. <laughs> oh, Sounds good. I'm always down. Cool. Catch y'all later. You guys later. Go Bulls. <laughs> Bucks and six. <laughs> <laughs> Bucks and six.